Always on a Sunday. Easter Sunday, 2022. We're celebrating with Pillow Talk tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We're laying in bed, looking up at the ceiling. I'm looking at you. Well. (laughs) You're cracking me up right now. I'm what? I wish everybody could see you because you've got your sleep apnea mask on. But instead of having it over your nose and mouth, you've got it above your nose on your forehead. <laughs> well, I was having trouble getting it fastened. <laughs> you kind of look like a miner, like you're like you have a big headlight, but it's got a but it's got a tube coming out of it. So yeah. I, you sort of look, honest to God, you look like a, a little elephant. Uh, don't pull on that. <laughs> don't pull on that. Because it's just barely hanging in place, so I can just pull it down and fasten the magnetic snaps, and then I'm ready to go back to bed. <laughs> How many men say to their wives or significant others, don't, don't pull, pull on that. while they're laying in bed? Well, it reminds, I mean, you're cracking me up. It reminds me of the old joke that <laughs> Uncle Jim claimed that he told Aunt Mary Kay when they got married on their wedding night. He said, now let's work out a code. If you want to have sex, all you have to do is grab a hold of me and pull on it once. <laughs> and if you're not interested in sex, then pull on it a hundred times. <laughs> that is so silly. Oh, yeah, that was Uncle Jim. <laughs> oh, my God. Too funny. So, yeah, we had um, lots of... I think you'd call it ribald jokes. You're sleepy. Over many, many years. You're yawning. Now, tomorrow morning, I could wake up with another Uncle Jimism. Oh, you could? I guess that's kind of dirty sounding all by itself. <laughs> but yeah, he, he used to say, and it took me a while because I was a kid the first time I heard him say this. He says, Did somebody leave the window open last night? And everybody say, no. He say, well, that's funny because I woke up with a redheaded woodpecker. (laughs) (laughs) And as a kid, I was thinking, God, did a bird fly in a house overnight? (laughs) I didn't get it until I was a teenager. Oh, that's so funny. Well, another Uncle Jim. Ism. Ism. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, we've had quite a weekend, Denbo. Yes, we have. We've driven down to South Bend and gotten into our rental place. We've made a few trips to pick up meat and groceries and, you know, little doodads here and there. And we've had lots of company. We had a big family get-together yesterday, which was super fun. And we had an egg toss. Oh, yeah, that was pretty fun. And thank you for making me the referee, because I didn't want to get caught in that fray of barrage of eggs yeah i thought you know it was gonna get pretty wild you know but i mean look how far apart people got and they were still catching the eggs it was wonderful oh and there was one egg i don't know how it landed on the ground three or four times and it never broke uh, until ultimately it did break but i mean flinging great distances and landing on the ground and, you know, all these kids that do these experiments to set up a 
way to protect an egg, you're dropping it from a second story. I mean, people were throwing these eggs a long ways <laughs> and dropping them. Oh, my God. It was too fun. But it was great to see all the cousins and the younger cousins. Mm-hmm. It was good times. Great We're to- both yawning. We, got- we have to pull it together for a few more minutes. Yeah. Well, it was great <laughs> to see Joe and Emily, yeah. you know, in their stomping ground, so to speak, and be close to them. And, you know, we we miss them a lot but we know they have their own independent lives and so it's good to be able to just be free and easy and they actually walked over here today mm-hmm. and i think they said it took like a half an hour or something like that to walk over and you know that's kind of nice mm-hmm. you know what i was thinking too it's the first time that my sister and i have been together for a holiday since december of 2019 due to covid yeah so it's kind of crazy that it's been like two full years plus yeah, since we've gotten together for a holiday. So it was a lot of fun to get the family together. Yeah, it was good. And, um, you know, we recalled that the last time we were together was right after my stroke. And so it was, you know, a lot of progress has been made on my part. And, you know, lots changed, the passing of relatives and the moving to distant places. And, um, of course, Joe and Emily both graduated and gone off and bought a house. And we got to spend some time with them, and they're pretty cute together. It's really fun to spend time with them. Yeah, they're, they have a good time together. Yeah, they do. And you made a fabulous, fabulous meal yesterday and another one today. And... um there was some deli slash bakery slash restaurant in South Bend that we went to right after we got to town and picked up the bakery stuff and picked up some lunch meat, uh, some Italian not salami. Just, not lunch meat. We picked up what I call Italian hard salami, but I don't consider it to be lunch meat. Well, whatever you call it, it was delicious. It was Italian salami, no question. And um, heavy after, on the garlic. After thirteen weeks of eating Jenny Craig three meals a day, what's the matter? Oh, we're not getting sponsor money from Jenny Craig, so we shouldn't say her name. <laughs> you shouldn't say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll just have to not say Jenny Craig anymore because <laughs> Jenny Craig might be mad. <laughs> Or maybe she might send us a check because we mentioned her name six times. You know, Jenny Craig could be that kind of person. You know what's interesting is that after 13 weeks, you've lost over 30 pounds. And today, you ate like what I call pre-Jenny Craig. The sandwich you made had literally a pound of provolone cheese on it. I don't know how much salami you put on there. Yeah, don't yell, I'm right here. But I mean, you... Remember, I'm on your pillow. <laughs> It was unbelievable, though, the amount of cheese and salami you put on your sandwich. It's the first sandwich I've had in 13 weeks, and I enjoyed it. And (laughs) you had Italian bread, which was good, but then you went out and got the Miracle Whip, and you put Miracle Whip on both pieces of bread. And, I mean, it wasn't just like a nice spread. It was like a billowy layer. It almost looked like frosting on a cake. That's how much Miracle Whip you put on that sandwich. And if I could have put just another four tablespoons on, I would have. But 
It was four oh. tablespoons. Oh my god, we just got a da- another darn text it message every time. Isn't that it? weird? And it's like ten forty-seven at night, and we got a text message. Actually, it's from a family member that lives out in Colorado, so that was nice. It's nice to get a text wow. message, but it's just hilarious how we can go hours on end without text messages, and the minute we start to record our podcast, all of a sudden we start getting text messages. Yeah, speaking of. Text messages reminds me that we were laughing before we decided to hit the hay, listening to a voicemail from my mom. <laughs> I called and left her one earlier today, and she spent a few minutes on her messages she left for us, updating us on her day, and the ice is out of the bay up in uh, Petoskey and Harbor Springs, and updating us on what she had, what she didn't have. What she had for dinner. Oh, yeah. She was enjoying it all. And (laughs) so then she went on to explain how maybe she was home and maybe she wasn't home when I called earlier today. (laughs) But, you know, we just had a good time laughing about it. And I don't know if anybody cares about this. Lois said, oh, you ought to save your mom's messages. And I said, I have been for years. So I've got every voicemail my mother has left me for years. <laughs> it's hilarious. We could start a new podcast called Voice Messages from Mom. Yeah, yeah. Because your mom is so cute and so funny. Uh, yeah, she is. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, so here we are, pillow talking it on a Sunday night, feeling grateful and thankful for a wonderful family time. Yeah, we're very, very blessed, and I won't use the politically charged phrase, we're privileged. We are very blessed to have some very loving family members that we're close to, and it's always a a real treat to spend time with them, and we just want to have a peaceful, loving time with our family, and we had some family members that we were hoping would be here this weekend, but for one reason or another, they couldn't make it. And we're just glad always to hear that people are happy and healthy. And when we can get together, we get together and we have a good time. Mm-hmm. 100%, yes. And I think I heard something that in a day or two that one of your Good, good, good girlfriends is going to come visit you, and mm-hmm. that'll be fun. And yep. I'm going to be heading back because I've got some acupuncture appointments this week, and I've got a couple of really important meetings I need to be close at home for. So Lois is going to be on vacation. Dennis is going to be on a, well, I'm going to be on, well, my week starts tomorrow. <laughs> You're going to be working. But you know what's happened now? I can't stop giggling while you're talking because now the mask. It slipped down over my eyes. (laughs) It slipped over your right eye. And now you look like a pirate with a really puffy, clear eye patch. Argh. (laughs) Avast, you babies. Oh, my God. Line up your walk in the plank. I'm not really into pirates, <laughs> I'll be honest. I never even really liked Pirates of the Caribbean. Did you with Johnny, was it Johnny Depp? Yeah, and ultimately the character that he modeled. Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow after Keith Richard starred in one of the later ones as his father. 
That actually was entertaining because I like Keith Richard. But did you see, we went to the very, very last, like I've only seen one or two or three of the movies at the most, but you and I went to the very last one that they went, they put out and we went to the movie theater to see it. And it was so fantastic and unbelievable, the stunts and everything. I mean, we were laughing because it was, there's no way none of that could have happened in real life with real pirates. And I think it was just hysterical. Well, it it was hysterical in part because Keith, you know, I don't call it Keith. I call him Keith Richard. I pronounce it the way Big Jagger does. Is always entertaining. He's got lots of facial character. And then his language is very illustrative. And some time ago I was listening to, I forget which channel. Oh, it was... The Rolling Stones had a channel on Sirius for a while after Charlie Watts died. And they had some of the Rolling Stones songs that were Keith singing. And uh, he had a different voice. You could tell, though, it was not Mick singing lead. And he's he played some really interesting country songs. And uh, I said, you know... For all the years that I kind of thought of the Rolling Stones as a kind of downgraded version of the Beatles, they've turned out some really good music and, you know, they've continued to perform and, you know, pretty much stay intact, though they've had a lot of members that they've lost. And Keith Richards just surprises me continually. Mm-hmm. I like your shirt, Denbow. Well, you want to... Tell me what you love about it. Well, I like what it says. Oh, I thought maybe you were going to say the contents. I like the contents. <laughs> but I have to tell everybody, you're wearing this shirt. It says, feisty and non-compliant. And what m- makes that so appealing to you? Well, the feisty part. But what do you think makes you feisty and non-compliant? Well, if my mother... And my relatives with tender ears are listening. I apologize in advance. I don't take shit from anybody. <laughs> that makes you feisty. Yeah. And non-compliant. Yeah. I don't like to follow rules. Because rules are made for people who can't think for themselves. <laughs> You're stone serious. I am. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why when I saw this T-shirt on somebody, I said, uh, have you got one in an extra large and orange? Because I know somebody else is very special in my life that's feisty and non-compliant. Too. And loves the color orange. And she loves the color orange. So I had to get one for you, too. Yeah, and I like mine, too. I like to wear mine. It's a cute shirt. But yours is black with white writing. I like yours, too. Well, I had a couple of people notice it when I wore it into the uh, supermarket today, and they did a double take when they read my (laughs) (laughs) T-shirt. Well, it's from Michigan Disability Rights Coalition, so it's a group in Lansing. Yeah, well, that's their slogan. One of their early advocates who was continually pestering the legislators at the Michigan House of Representatives was described by one of the legislators as feisty and non-compliant. 
So they adopted that as their slogan. Oh my gosh, that's too funny. Yeah. And, you know, once in a while I find some really clever t-shirts. I don't know if you remember when we went to Hoover Dam, there was a young man walking towards us on the top of the dam, and he was wearing a bright blue shirt and sunglasses. And he was at that teenage age where he had just a little bit too much of himself in mind. But I said, well, I got to ask because this is a cool T-shirt. And it said on the front, leadership is in big letters. And then in little letters, it said underneath, everybody doing what I say. And I said, you know, this is humorous. I'm sure he gets it as a statement of his world philosophy, wise as he is at 13 or 14. But I said, you know, this is the attitude that a lot of leaders have or people who think they're leaders because they tell people what to do. And it's not at all a matter of position or telling people what to do. It's about leading people and it's a lot of behavior. So I asked him very politely and I asked his parents too, do you mind if I take a picture of your son? And they just kind of shook their head and laughed and said, yeah, go ahead. But uh, I still got that picture. It was uh, one of the high points of the trip. It was. That was a cute shirt, cute kid. Yeah. You know what I liked about the Hoover Dam? We went on that behind-the-scenes tour. Yeah. And we got to go really down into interworkings in the tunnels Yeah, there. wasn't that cool? It was cool. And you know what else we got to do? We got to kiss each other from two different states. Oh, yeah. Which I have to say is kind of dumb because we can do that anywhere. We can go to the Michigan-Indiana border. Yeah. And kiss across two different states. The only thing is, is you're not at a huge landmark like the Hoover Dam. But it's kind of silly. Well, and not too far from there is the Four Corners, the intersections of four states. And I think we kissed there, too. And did you lay down on the Four Corners? Yeah, I got my one hand in each state and one foot in each state. I yeah, sat on yeah. my butt on the middle, but then I... Yeah, so I basically was... You know, like in a crab walk. Yeah, yeah. I but I had my butt that. down, yeah. so yeah. Well, well, it was better than having my ass up in the air, bent over with a hand and a hand and a foot and a foot like a twister game. Better for who? <laughs> better for everybody else who was there. Oh, I would have enjoyed that, honestly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, honey, we got to make this short because I'm exhausted. Well, okay then. I love you and good night. I love you and good night. Now are you gonna snap? You gotta give me a kiss, and then you have to snap in. Okay. All right, give me a kiss. Mm. All Wait, right, come back here. Show me how you snap this thing in. <laughs> Show me what you're gonna do now. You're gonna get you it off to... your eye. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Yeah, no, I thought you wanted me to show you something else. No, you're gonna show me how you snap this thing on. It's magnetic. Now what? You push the button? You look like an astronaut or something. Darth Vader. <laughs> Good night, my darling. Good night.